The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Well, the full hearing of sacked teacher Enoch Burke's dispute with his former employer began this morning. Mr. Justice Alexander Owens uh, directed Mr. Burke not to be permitted to attend course uh, or attend court for the opening of the case because of his obvious contempt in the face of the court. Now, that had involved a number of interactions uh, involving Mr. Burke and his family with the judge. And they had been live tweeted by Frank Graney in a thread that if you haven't seen it, it doesn't matter that it is no longer a live tweet. It's well worth reading. But that thread finishes with the tweet, Mark Connaughton SC is now on his feet opening the case on behalf of Wilson's Hospital School. The sweet, sweet, tappity tap of reporters keyboards is the only sound punctuating his opening remarks the sense of relief in that tweet Frank gives me to believe that it was a torrid journey to that point Oh, it really was. And I think the judge was at pains to point out that hours were wasted this morning. Mr. Justice Alex Owens is presiding over what's expected to be a four day hearing. But I do suspect that it may go on longer, particularly after what happened today. And that has been a theme throughout all of these proceedings. There have been constant interruptions, constant outbursts. We've had a situation before the Court of Appeal where Enoch Burke and other members of his family have been forcibly removed. And Mr. Justice Owens, for the first time, this is the first time he has been involved in any of these legal proceedings involving uh, Enoch Burke. This was his first taste of it and his pe- his patience was certainly tested throughout. As he described it himself, it was his view that Enoch Burke would test the patience of Job. Yes, a very interesting and appropriate biblical reference from the judge, it was supposed to open this morning at 11 o'clock. So this is an action taken by Wilson's Hospital School. There is a counterclaim uh, being brought by Enoch Burke, but certainly for the first few hours of what was supposed to be this hearing, none of that seemed to matter. What happened this morning was Enoch Burke stood up, accused the solicitors representing the school of tampering with documents. He described it as possibly the most serious offence that an officer of the court can commit. He accused them of misleading him. He accused them of misleading the court. He described it as a grave and serious offence. Very serious allegations to make against uh, reputable solicitors. The judge, there was some toing and froing, and the judge warned Enoch uh, very early on that he wasn't going to fence with him. He said they were going to behave in a civilised manner. Uh, He assured him that he would respect him and listen to him with patience as long as he did the same for him and the other lawyers involved in the case. Uh, Mr Justice Owen said he wouldn't be heckled or cajoled. He warned Enoch that he would come down uh, very heavy on those who disrespected him or uh, the court. The other side was given an opportunity eventually to respond to those very serious allegations. Um, Alex White, one of the barristers representing the school, described the allegations as outrageous, as ill-founded. He accused Enoch of swinging into an attack. And the judge, after hearing from both sides, decided in the end that deliberate tampering seemed unlikely. He said he didn't see how Enoch had been disadvantaged. He described Enoch's arguments as flimsy. He made his ruling case could open and that should have been that but inevitably it wasn't. Enoch was outraged with the judge's decision. He leapt to his feet. The judge tried to cut him off but to no avail. He kept asking Enoch to sit down but again time and time again to no avail. At one point he even asked Enoch if he had a problem with his ears. I think that may have been a rhetorical question. He certainly didn't get an answer to it. Enoch told the judge that he was obliged to respect the rules of justice. 
Mr. Justice Owens told him not to tell him what to do. He said he holds all the cards. It's not the other way around. Enoch accused the judge of being a law unto himself, clearly frustrated and getting nowhere at this point. Uh, The judge described himself as completely ineffective. He said, there's nothing I can do to make you pay a blind bit of notice to what I do. And I do feel from what transpired thereafter that there was merit in in what he said. The lawyers for the school tried to wade in a few times, but they could barely get any words out. And Mark Connachton, another senior counsel representing the school, um, accused Enoch of being in contempt. And at that point, the judge asked Enoch if he was going to adhere to the ruling of the court. Enoch replied by saying, I want justice. He then got an early warning that he could be held in contempt, not for the first time, which I should say, albeit before a different court, he has been held in contempt previously. That didn't seem to bother him. Uh, Enoch and his brother Isaac then kept accusing the other side of telling lies repeatedly. They just kept saying, it's lies, lies, you're telling lies, more lies. Enoch then suggested that Alex White, again, one of the barristers representing the school, should be struck off the register. And at that point, uh, their mother, Martina Burke, started applauding her son. The judge told Enoch he was making a fool of himself. Enoch accused the judge of being a disgrace to our democracy and justice system. The judge then just kept asking aloud, what are we going to do with you? What are we going to do with you? And again, I don't think he was looking for an answer, to be honest. In the end, Enoch was held in contempt of court. Again, a decision was made to open the case in the afternoon, but Enoch was not allowed into the courtroom after lunch. The court set up a live link for him to follow proceedings. But unsurprisingly, at 2 p.m., he showed up at the door of the courtroom again. His sister, Amy, came into the court, told the judge that her brother was being refused entry. The judge told her to tell her brother that he could return if he promised to behave himself. As she went out, spoke to Enoch for a few moments, came back into the court, asked if the judge was denying her brother justice. At that point, as the judge was addressing Amy, she, her brother Isaac and their mother then left the courtroom. And as the judge was mid-sentence, again, talking to Amy, he took a moment, took a moment for the judge to realise that they were on their way out the gap. They made a very quiet exit. And when he did notice, he simply said, Oh, there they go. I won't be wasting my sweet orders on the desert air. He then invited, eventually, Mark Connachton to deliver his opening address on behalf of the school. So at one point, a High Court judge had to take the parent of unruly five-year-old approach and say, tell your brother he can come in if he promises to behave. Yes, it it was a, a farcical situation that developed throughout the course of the morning and again after lunch. And he did realise, I suppose, the pointlessness of it all, whereby messages were being relayed through Amy Burke, um, to her brother who was waiting outside the courtroom. Uh, a members of Magar, the Shia Khan, had attended after lunch as well. They were there beforehand too. And they had refused to allow Enoch in as per the judge's order before lunchtime. The judge, I should say, was extremely patient. You talked about, you know, that reference to the patience of Job being tested. His patience, Alex Owens's patience, was tested on a number of occasions. The man turned a very dangerous shade of crimson at one point, and I did think he was going to explode, but he didn't. I felt he was measured. He gave Enoch 
a number of opportunities to simply adhere to the ruling that the court had made so that the case could open and Enoch would not allow him to do so. He continued to talk over him. He continued to talk over the lawyers in the case on the other uh, side of the aisle. And it eventually led to a situation where that video link was established for Enoch Burke so that he could at least follow proceedings. A decision was made not to go into evidence today. This would have simply been the opening of the school's case, but Enoch Burke refused to engage and his whole family left shortly afterwards. And briefly, Frank, I am right in saying that under all of this is a huge amount of money because there are senior counsels, there are junior counsels, there is the judge in question, there are the guardian involved. This is taking up a lot of cost. It, it really is. I mean, you know, Enoch has... Um, Enoch has made allegations in the past of being denied access to justice and that couldn't be further from the truth. I feel like an Enoch Burke correspondent over the past few months, his trips to the High Court and elsewhere have been so frequent. And again, you know, that is his right. He's entitled to do so. This has been set down for four days before the High Court. That is a very expensive exercise, as you say, and time will tell what way the case goes. But certainly for the losing side, it could be a very expensive few days before the High Court. We had the opening there just after lunch. No witnesses have been called. No witnesses have been cross-examined. No evidence has been heard. So today, as the judge put it, was certainly for a few hours, a complete and utter waste of everybody's time and an expensive waste of everybody's time. As you say, there will be a big, hefty bill at the end of all of this. It will obviously remain to be seen who has to pay for that. Frank Graney, we are as ever grateful for you being at least short term our Enoch Burke correspondent. That is Frank Graney, who will return to being News Talk's court court reporter and court's correspondent uh, fairly soon. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.